Hey, Tara. Hi, Dana. Welcome to Beyond the Rooms podcast. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm sorry you feel so punky. Yeah. Um, sorry for the voice. Um, my sinuses are extremely bad. Uh, the weather in Florida has just continued to go up and down. So this is what I'm left with right now. And uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a raspy voice today. Sexy. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been my uh it's been my whole morning. <laughs> Just, I was gonna say, so how's your week been otherwise? My week was fabulous. Um I can't complain. Work's been good. Um yeah, like there's not going a lot going on this week, I feel like. Um just been in the routine of just going to work, coming home, you know, and trying to still balance content creating with uh, having a full-time job. And yeah, it's been good though. I, uh, this past weekend, I had my mom here, which was great. And then this weekend didn't do much except for I went to an event locally here. Um, they raised money for, um, a certain center. I don't, I don't actually remember the name, but um, it was a bingo event, and it was at a little uh, club downtown, and everybody was able to just come there and hang out and smoke and vibe and raise some, you know, raise some money for a good cause. So it was a lot of fun. I like being able to meet people in the community that um, I meet on Instagram. So yeah. it was really nice. It was very, very nice. There's another event next weekend that I'm going to as well, um, which brings all the women in Florida together to do events. Um, everybody does their small businesses and they have DJs and, you know, it's a smoking event. And I really enjoy going to the smoking events. It's a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. How about yourself? Yeah. Uh, I had one of those weeks where, you know, I got my period and... It was like, do you ever get your period? Because, like, I'm irregular, right? So I don't know when it's coming. Same, same. So, I should really own stock in Tampax. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So it's one of those things that's like, I get it. And then I'm like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. You know, because <laughs> it's like, wow. I'll be so crazy. Or just, it's always one of those things. It's like, I get to this point where I'm like, I want to just delete all of I should know anytime that I feel that I should, like, I want to delete all my social media and my period's coming the next day. <laughs> it's like clockwork. Why are like, you taking it out on your social media? <laughs> I just get, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, and I just, I overthink it and I just, my, it's my anxiety. And then it's like, if the second I, this is probably TMI, but it's like the second I start bleeding, it's like, it's just, that goes away. You know, it's like, now I have the cramps and I feel like shit, but like the craziness, like you want to talk about a complete psychic change that is me right before my period. It's like I am a different person. I, it's horrible. It's so horrible. And then it all goes away when you get it because then yeah. it's like, oh, it all makes sense. I'm going to stop being so dramatic. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't even know if it's a conscious thing or if it's just like if there's some sort of hormone that hormone that comes out like when you start. I don't know. I have no idea. If anyone knows, please let me know because it's not even a conscious thing where like I'm like, oh. Now I feel it's just one of those things. It's like all of a sudden it's just 
the weirdness, like, like I'm in pain, you know, from the cramps, but like the craziness in my mind, it's like, it goes away. It's so weird. No, I totally get that. hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, I'm glad that you're done being crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just bleeding, you know, so that's always fun, but yeah, so that was, that was basically my week was being a little crazy, um, a little, you know, just overly emotional and overthinking and, um, now I'm, now I'm on the mend. It's <laughs> nice to hear. But don't you feel like when you have like a few days of, of when you're just not feeling right mentally, that then it does take, then when you start to feel better, it almost takes a couple more days to get back to even close to where you were before that derailment of, do you know what I'm saying? Like Totally. You've mentally now fucked yourself and you've got to get over it. Yeah, I totally get that. Uh, it takes a couple of days to come back from that because you've stressed your mind and body out so incredibly much. So yeah, I get that. I do that yeah. too. I try not to, but unfortunately it just kind of takes over. Um, mine is the the eating that I noticed that comes beforehand. Yes, I do like a, a mental uh, war as well, but definitely I notice it's the eating, like the craving of things. And it's almost like, oh my God, am I pregnant? Cause I haven't got my period in this little amount of time because I'm irregular. It's like, oh boy, am I pregnant now? And then it just, um, cause I'm craving food and it's gotten worse in my thirties. I can tell you that. I don't think that I used to crave food, certain foods when I was younger. I don't know. I just feel like it's been recent for that too. But, and then I'll overeat and then I'll feel bad about it. And then that's a whole mental war itself. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. Then you like beat yourself up mentally. Cause yeah, that's true. Like right before I get my period, I get, it's almost like this hunger that can't be it can't be, it's like I'm craving something, but I don't know what it is. So I eat everything and like nothing fulfills it, you know? And then it's just, then, yeah, then I feel bad about myself. And then you have all the emotional stuff that goes with just hormones. It's yeah, it's, it's not a good time. You know, being a woman is just so like, I feel like some women have their hormones in check, but I just don't feel like I am one of them. (laughs) I don't think any woman has their hormones in check and it's either you're putting it out there or you're not putting it out there. And that's totally fine any way you want to be. But I don't think any woman has their hormones in check. And I think as we continue to get older, it just gets, it just gets to a point where you just have to continue to go through it, ride the wave. The waves come a little harder than they did. I felt when you were younger. So. You know what else I wonder? Because neither one of us have kids. I, this is something that I've kind of made up in my head, but I feel like it might be true is that like we're in, you know, now we're in our mid like to later thirties and our, maybe our body is like, okay, like you need to get pregnant. And I feel like maybe that's cause a, I'm getting my period more often than I was, you know, and then just all the things that come with it seem like the cramps seem more and everything seems more intense. Like the past, I'd say six months. And even just getting my period regularly is odd. <laughs> it, it totally has to do with the fact that we haven't haven't, haven't had kids. Um, that's definitely one of the factors. I don't remember what my gynecologist said, but she did tell me that that was a factor. But I don't remember. Anyhow, yeah. I just look at it this way because I'm so irregular and it comes at certain times. Um, 
I'm just, I just know at that point it's going to be crazy. So I just buckle up and enjoy the ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all you can really do. Yep. <laughs> Pray for the husband. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the mend and feeling yeah. better. Yeah. 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 Nothing like that to derail you for your whole week. But yeah. So now I'm looking forward to, like, I'm trying to get myself set up to start next week in a good place because I feel like last week I just sucked at life so bad. Yeah, I have those weeks too. Just start over the next day. I kind of just, I've always done that thing where it's like, all right, I'll do better next week. I'll start on Monday. I tried to get myself out of saying that and rather being like, all right, we'll just start tomorrow because it doesn't matter when you start. Right. So if I would wait until Monday, then I'll let all these days go by of me being however I don't need to be being. So I always try to just say, you know, I just start the next day. It's totally good. Or however, however you need to start yourself so you reset yourself. Yeah, no, totally. Because it is, I do that shit. I'll be like, all right, well, it's Tuesday, so I guess I just have to wait till next week now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's a waste of days. It's Nobody not... starts anything on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lie. Why not? Ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally the lies we tell ourselves. What do you got going on this week? Anything? Oh, you got the event. So is the event that you're going to this week, is that a Stoner Girls event or like just a Florida event? No, it's just one of another person who puts on events here. Um, it's called Pretty High Club. And she puts on events for women. And it's just all women vendors who go. So I'm super stoked to go. I haven't been to one of those events. Um, I've actually just started going to events um, at the end of last year when I started getting back into, you know, actually plugging myself into the community here in Florida, which is a huge community. Um, a lot of people, a lot of different people from different walks of life. It's really, it's really awesome to come together. Um, so I really enjoy that. Uh, this, this will be my first Pretty High Club event. So. Do you get anxiety before going to an event? No. No. <sighs> I've always been a social butterfly. I like meeting people. I like talking to people. A um, couple times, I mean, I literally can go by myself and start talking to people. Oh, not me. Yeah. I'm just one of those people. I can... The first event that I went to over here was at a smoke shop, like just like a regular, you know, whatever vape shop. And my husband didn't go with me. I went by myself and just walked up, just parked, walked up and just started talking to people. And um, I forget sometimes when you are talking to people, I'm like, oh, I'm Dana. And start talking. And then a minute later, they're like, oh, you're plant curing. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I do the same thing with people all the time. Um but yeah, I have no problem going up and starting conversation and talking to people. So I'm excited about this event. I'm actually going to help a friend of mine with her booth and be able to also enjoy the venue and um, the entire you know party that's going to be happening. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, that's nice. I need to get over it. Like all of that stuff gives me such anxiety, even just the stupidest things like where am I going to park? Do they have parking? What are, you know, like just I overthink everything to where it's like, I don't want to go. Did you used to always be like that? I think, I think, no, I think it's because I think now, I think it's later in life and like later drug free. And I think that was a big, I think one of the, I think that's one of the reasons I, I enjoyed drinking like at a young age and all that stuff was because of the, because once I had a few drinks, like I would, yeah, I could talk to anybody. I could do anything I could, you know, but without it and then weed, it's, it's one of those things that, I mean, you know, like I, it's a very fine line between where it's good 
or too much anxiety, like gives me too much anxiety. And in a social setting, I really have to watch how much I smoke. Like my my threshold for anxiety is even lower when I'm out in public. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. I don't know, man. I've always been a social butterfly. Um, I, I guess sometimes I get, I would say I get anxious more of like, I'm excited to see everybody or, you know, am I the way I want to be right now? You know what I mean? Like, does my hair look a certain way? Do I look this way? Like, do I feel, am I feeling myself? I think more if I don't want to go is some, if I'm not feeling to be in that space today, like today would be a day I'm not in that space. Right. So I probably just wouldn't go. I also don't put myself in situations that I don't want to be in either. So like, today would be a perfect example. I, you know, my sinuses are everywhere. I feel like I have a cold, like a head cold. I wouldn't go to an event like this because I'm not going to be a hundred percent. Last night when I went, it was mild today. It's like full force. So it's like I just wouldn't go and put myself in situations that I know that are is already going to give me anxiety. There's no need to do that because then it's going to shift the whole mood if I am, you know, partaking and medicating and all that kind of stuff. So I just don't put myself in those situations really if I don't need to. But as far as like going out and doing things like, hell yeah, like I prefer the live and in person rather than behind the screen, you know? But that's just, I feel like a lot of the, the reason why I even asked is because you're from the same generation as I am. Like we're used to just hanging out, not hanging out, you know, just on a screen talking to each other. So, um, I don't know. It yeah. just doesn't give me anxiety. I, I think that it, like I said, if you're not in the right state of mind to go do something, it's, it's not, it's not a good thing for me. Do I like to stay at home now and talk to people through a screen? Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I like both, both ends of it. Um, but I could do either and be okay with it, but I have to be in the right state of mind to do things. If I don't want to do, listen, I'm older now. If I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Right. A lot of times that I do things that I don't want to do, it's because I'm committed to it. Um, but yeah, I try not to do things that I don't want to do anymore because it's just not going to put you in a good place. I've done a lot of things that I don't want to do for so many years. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, it's like one of those things I'm trying to push myself to do more like in-person stuff because I mean I I have to kind of the only way to get more comfortable is to do it but it's like then I get in my head and it's like well if you don't want to go so bad like if it is so if it's making you feel so shitty about going then why are you even going you know it's like trying to figure out that in between absolutely part of it <laughs> do you have events like that around you like sessions and get-togethers and stuff with the community out so there? I know that they're definitely in western mass there's a hell of a lot more um I'm sure in Boston that there are and then there's like and like those are more like the underground type stuff and then there's obviously stuff like you know hemp fest and they have other stuff that's in you know, like actual buildings that's advertised, that's like regulated and totally legal. Um, so we have we have a mix of both. Yeah. But um, I'd say I'm probably more comfortable with the non underground stuff versus the undergrounds, because I feel like the underground stuff has more. More people like more like I don't know how to explain it more just. I don't know. Like, just more stuff that gives me more anxiety, like, more check... I don't really know. I don't... 
like it's just so weird I don't know why what it like what it is there's something about it that's just it's intimidating it intimidates me just is what it is <laughs> you know that's what it is you gotta do what's gonna not intimidate you yeah you know it's I like, like so many people I'm like ah! yeah yeah I mean I feel like that's another part of just having anxiety with being around a lot of people there's I feel like it's more just there's certain situations in certain times of the way I'm feeling of the way I want to be in certain situations and then there's other times I feel good and I'm ready to be in those kind of situations but I feel like anything new is intimidating anyway you know try just gotta you know go through the motions um meeting people is never easy too I just, I don't know. It's just always, I'm, I'm always good at talking to people. You know, I don't care who you are or where you came from. Be able to conver- have a conversation with you, you know. That's one thing I love about my husband, too. It doesn't matter who you are. He can always talk to you. And I feel like we both are the same way in that respect. So, yeah, you know, I just start talking to people. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you're very, you are a very personable person. It's just how you are, you know makes it easy to uh meet people but you know like i said you got to be in the right state of mind for it totally yeah yeah oh well let us know are you more of a dana (laughs) where you just can talk to people or are you more like me and you you know overthink absolutely everything overthink saying hello (laughs) are you a data or are you a Tara yeah (laughs) like do you get obsessed with like is there going to be parking you know it's just all these little details of the unknown it's just the unknown did you worry about the parking like parking is like one of my biggest with anything not even a weed event any anything new I have to scope out the parking situation I have to like look out on Google Maps. I have to like if there's not Are you a parking. Serious? Yeah, like there's something about parking that gives is me. Is it be, is I, it because you live in a city type area? Maybe, and because I, I suck at parking. Is there like not good parking where you are? Yeah, I mean it's definitely um, an issue. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get to the root of my fear. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, like because that's a new one. That's a new one. Um. Worried about the parking. I mean, like, you can fucking park anywhere, though. I know, but what if you can't? Like, what if what if it's really far? So what if you, like, got yourself to a whole event and then, like, there was no parking? Yeah, like, there was nowhere to park. Does or that, what if you okay, had a parallel about, park and there's a line of people behind you and you can't get in the spot? Like, anything could happen like that. That's pretty- All right. I have, I have a better question. Has this happened before where you go to places and you can't park? Um... I mean, I've gone to places where I've had to park kind of far, which is fine. I just need to know that that that's an option, like that there is like an, an easy place to park. I think it's it's the I just want to be able to park somewhere easy, you know, even if it's a little far, parallel parking, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's freaking me out, though, even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you one more time. Has it? Have you got? Have you been in the situation before, where you gone to places park? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, what trauma do we have? I mean, nothing sticks out. Talking to the mic. I can't. I can't think of a a specific incident. Um, but I'm sure there is one. 
but nothing is like sticking out. I don't know if I want to let you have this one. It's like, (laughs) okay. I feel like I want to help you through the parking situation because going somewhere, the last thing you should worry about is the parking. I mean, are you trying to worry about so like you're closest to the building? So if you got to get out, you got to go. I don't know. All right. I I think other people worry about this stuff too. I think other like I think I think parking is. I'm is, I'm 100% sure that people do. I'm just trying to understand why it's crippling you to do something. You know what I mean? Like if it freaks you out that much to where, what's the back end of it? You know. I know, like the root fear, like reminds me of like inventory. Um, I don't know. Because that's interesting to me that like the it would be the parking rather than the inner like more of the interaction with people and i'm sure that's a factor too but like mm-hmm. you brought up parking as a strong point and just trying to understand where that comes from yeah it's like the parking and then getting there and not knowing like for example like trying a new dispensary i like i don't necessarily like to try new ones because every place i feel like has a little bit different like going inside sometimes like their process and the fear of the unknown of knowing like the right thing to do and like looking stupid, I think goes, goes with it too. Stop. That's what it is. Your confidence. Yeah. That's exactly what that is right there. You're worried about how other people are going to look at you. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the part yeah, that goes with it, cause like confidence. knowing where to park and like what people are going to see this stupid girl, like, I don't know, but it, it does have to do with something like that for sure. All right. I'm going to say this with all the love in the world. <laughs> fuck that shit. We're over 35. We don't give a fuck what people think about us anymore. I'm trying. I'm trying. With as, with as much as we have been through, you don't deserve to, uh, you don't deserve to have that, let other people have that power over you anymore. You're better than that. Yeah, I'm working on it. Because it, it holds me back a lot. You work on a lot of shit, you know. <laughs> I meant that in the best. <laughs> because if you meant that in the best way, it came out really bad. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I meant like you work on a lot. Like you, you're able to identify things that other people it takes or sometimes can never see. So you see it and at least you put the effort to work on it. But at the end of the day... I really do feel that that caring with other people think is really important to be able to help your growth and to be able to feel level. You really don't care what other people think. Like it doesn't cross your mind. I think I care more when it comes to family that, Mm -hmm. that I've never been able to let go away. Um, how you feel with just random people. I, I feel that way with my family. I care about what they think, what they say. Um, but just everybody else. No. Um, I care about my job performance at work, you know, but I don't care about other people and I don't care about messing up either. Like, I'm okay with, even at work, too, I'm okay. Like, I just switched an industry two years ago. I don't know exactly what I'm doing all the time. Um, there are certain things about my job now that 
I'm not as fluid in. So I make mistakes. And as long as, you know, you have somebody, you know, giving you constructive criticism back, I'm totally good with making mistakes. I'm also good with learning too, you know, it comes down from not trying to be perfect anymore. I don't give a fuck about that anymore. I'm, I'm totally good with showing up just how I am and learning and making mistakes if need be or teaching others. Um, but I just don't give people that power anymore in caring what they think about me. Um, because I feel like on my journey, somebody's always got something to say, you know? So if I allowed them to fill my space when, I don't need them. It's it's bad enough that I allow my family to have that space with me. You know what I mean? And that's a lot. I'm just going to have some fucking random people at a dispenser if I fuck up everything. I know. You know? But I get, I also, I sympathize and understand where you are because I feel like in life I have felt that way a lot. Um, and it didn't happen overnight, me not feeling that way anymore. But you'll get there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm getting better. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like I, I can definitely 100% identify it when it's happening now. Yeah. And then it's just it's up to me to be like, all right, so who gives a flying fuck and just fucking post it or say it or do you know what I mean? Like, or go there or buy that shirt. You know, it's just like, you know, I don't know. I hold I hold myself back in a lot of shit because of that. You know, like there's a lot yeah, of shit that, that I, I really do too. because of that. That I relate to right there, though, holding myself back, look, critiquing myself. Yes. I do that. I don't allow other people to do it for me, but I totally do it myself. So I, I guess in a, in a, actually, let me take all that back. And <laughs> I am that way, you know, because I can totally do that. And I can actually be very mean to myself, which I try not to do, which I'll hold myself back from wearing something, posting something. So, okay, we actually, never mind. I totally identify with this. It's just in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Like for different reasons, you know what I mean? Like same, yeah. same thing, but different reasons. Like you hold yourself back for whatever reason. And in me, a lot of, like, if I think it all the way through, the real reason why I don't want to wear, post, do whatever is because if someone else sees it or they're going to think like who does she think she is or like why do you know what I mean like one of yeah. those type yeah, yeah, of things yeah. like does she think she's cool like those, those yes. type of weird things oh yes it's like, I get that you know? all right maybe the way you said it earlier just was a little different like I don't care about going to the store it doesn't bother me to go to anywhere new I love to go to new places I don't worry about the parking okay <laughs> but <laughs> I do worry like all that what you said totally happens I also don't worry about I don't know, like, see, it's lateral, like what, what you were just saying, like we, we connect on some way, but it's just mm -hmm. in different ways. Yeah. Uh, I will definitely put myself out there and talk to new people and this and that, but putting myself out there completely to the world or to, um, just, I don't know, like the whole, the whole posting of things and kind of being mean to yourself or just even not taking compliments correctly sometimes. Mm -hmm. That stuff I do because even though I do have the self-confidence to go and do things, um, my self-esteem is not the same anymore. I've been working on that for a while now. Um, so that affects me in the way I do things too. 
So I'll still go do things, but at the same time, I can get in my head about how I feel about myself, but not someone else judging me. It's me judging myself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Like I judge myself, but then a lot of me judging myself comes from me just assuming that someone else is going to judge and look at me that same way, you know? And it's like, it kind of brings me back to some of the stuff with like writing, you know, four step inventory or like, you know, 10 step inventory in the program. It's like, I'm not that important. People aren't, (laughs) people aren't sitting there like, you know, looking at my, like thinking about me as much as in my head, I think that they are type of thing. You know what I mean? Like something I'm so, so worried about. It's like, they're not even like, they didn't even notice you. (laughs) You No, no, no. That totally makes sense. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, I'm hoping by 40, I'll be confident by 40. Yo, I think our 40s, I think our 40s is that time. I think at 40s, all my self-doubt of myself is just going to go out the window and I'm going to be 100% in it. I feel like 40 is the next chapter. Like your 20s were totally for fucking up royal 100%. 30s were trying to get over your 20s and then like late 30s are going to set you up for your 40s. So if we're good with this plan, I'm ready to stick to it. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the work now so that by the time we are 40, we'll just be like glowing and living. Fucking right, we will be. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry if I sounded any kind of way earlier. I wasn't trying to be that way. I recognize oh, no. all your strengths. Um, and I admire you very much. So I didn't mean to sound any type of way if I did. Sometimes, <laughs> but if we can't laugh at each other, right. who the fuck's gonna be able to? Right. No, totally. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like some of the stuff I say, it's like, hmm, parking. Hmm. Sometimes I feel like you're like I'm supposed to say things to you, and you're supposed to go, okay, what? And I'm supposed to do the same thing, like the parking. Like I was supposed to say, what? Let's dive <laughs> into that situation. Yeah. But I feel like we're supposed to do that for each other, but I didn't want to sound any type of way, so I apologize. No, but. you don't have to apologize. You didn't sound any type of way at all. It sounded funny to me. <laughs> I don't want to make your, you know, your feeling and how you feel funny. They're valid. But I'm still going to fucking make fun of you because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely, um, you know, and I think that's one of the things that with a, a lot of things that I see online, right, is you see people that are like, why do, um, you know, you'll see people who aren't like drug addicts, right? Or substance use, substance use disorder. I still, I'm so bad at all the correct terminology, but um, people will say, you know, why, why do you keep sharing about that stuff and like, blah, blah, blah. And, and like, why do you make fun of, of that stuff? Like I'll see it on, like people say that stuff to other people. And it's like, because people who have been through that, like we all have that humor about it. You know what I mean? Like if, if you haven't been through it, it may not be that funny, but if you have been through it, like the humor for, cause it, it's madness. It's madness. Okay. The shit we put ourselves through. Absolutely. You, you made a TikTok about being in a bright, pink fucking shirt with a backpack <laughs> trying to steal Target, just stealing dvds <laughs> and i i mean somebody else wouldn't find that funny but i find that hilarious because 
I mean, just in your addiction, you do dumb stuff like that that you think nobody else can see. Right. So, I mean, I related to that. I mean, when I saw it, I just died laughing. And other addicts who have been in that place were laughing too. Right. Somebody else would be like, well, that's not very nice. You shouldn't be stealing. Why would you do something? Why are you making fun of that like that? I mean, there's so much that could be said like that, but there is an unspoken about addicts being able to just relate on every level you know there's this unspoken bond so to speak um, that you just get each other it's funny that you said that because you and I did a live one time and we were talking about I don't necessarily remember exactly all of what we were talking about because to somebody else it sounds different but somebody who was watching our lives said to me afterwards, you're going to have to explain to me what you were all talking and laughing about. Cause I have absolutely no idea what was so funny. And I thought to myself, you wouldn't. And I get that, you know, it's just, there's certain things that we find funny or phrases that will say, um, you know, that just some others just won't understand and right. we'll joke about things. Like I joked about having cotton fever and somebody was like, <laughs> That's no joke. I'm like, yeah, well, it's not, it's fucking funny now. You know what I right. mean? That wasn't funny before, but I mean, you know, it's just things that happen when you're living that lifestyle. So yeah, totally. I totally get that. Yeah. It's like finding that like, you find the humor in it all. And it, like you said, it's that uncommon, it's that, 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 that bond that we all share of just like, holy shit. Like we were train wrecks. And like, how beautiful is it that we're all, you know, living some form of, of the complete opposite of that now, you know? We thought we were killing it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we thought nobody knew and nobody could see anything. I mean, I still, I'm probably a little bit biased, but I still feel like with the stuff that's out now, especially with like the fentanyl, like it's a lot harder. Like, I just feel like some of the people that I see that are high, I'm like, I mean, maybe I did, but I'm like, did I really look like that? I mean, I guess I did, but sometimes I just feel like the drugs that are out there now, it's just like, there's no, there's no hiding it, you know, like change the game. No, I totally agree with you. There was a time where I called myself a functioning addict because I could do my entire day job, whatever, on opiates. And then once fentanyl hit the street, it was, you ain't going to work. You ain't, you don't function the whole way like that. So um, not to say anything was better, um, just saying that we put ourselves in more dangerous situations being on something rather than, you know, crouched over in a nod yeah you know, somewhere so yeah that is funny that you say that like the functioning part of me definitely put myself and more people in danger than when I oh, wasn't yeah. functioning because when I wasn't functioning I wasn't moving but when oh, I was yeah. functioning I was driving doing this dying so that's actually I never even thought about that doing yeah. a million things not in the right state of mind 
and still being able to do them. And if you weren't somebody really paying attention, you knew something was off, but you didn't know what was wrong. Right. You know, like my mother would look at me before and she's like, I know something was, was, you know, not my mother. My mom always knew. Stop that. I could talk <laughs> on the phone and she'd be like, oh, so we're high? Like she would know immediately. But other people would look at me and be like, you know, something's a little off with her, but whatever. You know, she's still, you know, people could look at me like that and just move along and be like, oh, she must be off today. Or, oh, she drank too much coffee maybe. Or like, oh, she's tired. Those are the things that were said, not, oh, my God, she's fucking wrecked, you know, because right. I could still I was still doing everything, which I think makes things so much more dangerous than just being high somewhere, not being able to function. So I literally never thought of that until you just said that. Yeah. Like the functioning is more dangerous because you think that you are absolutely fine. Yeah. My last probably year working in treatment I realized that things had changed 100% um, with the way people were using drugs and not um, in the way they were not, you know, just everything was different. So, yeah, you know, back, you know, 10 years prior, people would, you know, people were hiding it better and then it was just all out there. So I don't think either way was better, but, uh, you know, it's just, just as what it was, the game had changed wholeheartedly. Still has, you know, things are so much different. I don't, you know, I'm all about harm reduction, but when you're having to carry Narcan on you and let someone go first and shoot up and then you go after to make sure they didn't die, that's a whole new way, that's a whole new way of doing drugs. 100%. Um, I don't know. I can't comment on it because I am 100% have an addictive personality. So who knows? I might have been right up in that game. But the thought of that scares the shit out of me that people were doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you're. It, it's easy to say on this end. But when we were using, it was when, you know, Oxycontin was a thing. And I mean... Oxycontin got me through my first three years of college. Like that was a, a drug that gave me energy and helped me do what I needed to do versus something like, you know, fentanyl, heroin, fentanyl. I mean, even heroin still gave me more energy than like something like fentanyl would. Well, I think we were taking heroin. I don't think it was mixed. I don't yeah. think heroin anymore, at least what I was seeing in my last year working in treatment. I don't think that was heroin what they were describing to me was not what i was getting out of heroin you know what i'm saying right. like i on heroin i i got energy or if i took too much i wouldn't and i right. could sit there and not all day but like the energy part i could get and space it out very little these guys were just full forced in a dot yes. straight in then ODing basically the whole time yes yes it's a like because when my husband got out and we when we ended up using, he never was a not like he did not. He was never the type of person that you looked and saw him slumped over ever. You never saw him nodding out. He never. And because it was only basically fentanyl that was around, you know, and it was it was a totally different experience than what we were used to. Totally different. You think it's the same thing, but it's it's not, you know. Yeah, Absolutely. 
Not and you much. know what? That is actually a conversation for another time. Yeah. Because we could get into that all day. Oh, yeah. All day. I'm just glad that, um, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that it's, you know, because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Oxycontin was still around the way that it was. I don't know. I can't I can't sit here and look you in the eye and say with 100% certainty that um, things wouldn't because of how that drug affected my life. It wasn't it didn't I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm just glad they don't make it. Let me put it that way. I'm glad they don't make it. You know, well, I mean, it's still being made. It's just not yeah. readily available yeah. the way it would be. So, yeah, I feel you on that. Um, there's no way to be. I don't know how to say this without it sounding in a certain way, but I I wouldn't. What stops me now is because those drugs that I would want are not available. And if I had yeah. to go down that path, it would be a different path. And that's not the path I want to go down. I'm glad yeah. I missed that era. Um, you know, people were people who were ODing were very few. When I was in active addiction, um, it was because they were mixing Xanax with heroin or methadone, and they shouldn't have been doing that. Um, so, yeah, or speedballing way too hard for too many days. Um, so now it's just, you know, the thought of taking something one time and it just ending your life, playing Russian roulette all the time. I don't know if I there's nothing in me that makes me want to go down there. No. So I'm very grateful that the type of opiates that I was abusing are not available the way they were available because it's just like a death wish now. Not even a death wish. It's a death, it's a death sentence to be an addict nowadays because of the drugs that they're pumping out on the streets. So. Right. Like the propaganda they gave us back then. That like every chance, like every time you use, you know, you're taking a chance. That was actually kind of bullshit back then. Like you could, you know, kind of figure it out. Now that's true. Literally every single, whether you use every single day or you've been clean for five years, every single chance you're taking a risk because you have no fucking clue. Absolutely. You have absolutely no idea what you're getting anymore. And it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. 100%. It's scary. Scary. On that note. I know. Jesus. That's a horrible note to end on. Tell me a joke to end. <laughs> We're going to have to end on that note because I cannot talk joke? anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We're going to have to end on that note. But we can always go back to things like that. Always. That's what this is for. For us to talk about all the things that people don't want to talk about or for all the things that we sound crazy to to other people. Right. <laughs> Right. This is the space, baby. This is the space for it. So until next time, we hope that everybody has a great week and we will see you Sunday. Yeah, see you Sunday and yeah, have a great week and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 It made me lose my voice. <laughs>